I'm Peggy. And I'm Dave. And this is Amped. Hi, Dave. How are you today? I'm great. How are you, Peggy? I am doing well. Today is actually my 15th anniversary of my walking day. Congratulations. Thank you. Big day. It It's... You know, so I spent the day chopping wood and and organizing it in piles outside. And it, it got me thinking that, you know, 15 years ago, 15 years ago in one day, I never, ever would have imagined that I would be able to do that. So it's a good yeah, thing. It's, a, it's amazing. It is. And I also realized that I'm getting really old. Like, like I'm no longer like you know, young, middle-aged, I'm like all in now. Yeah. So I, I had a, I had a slightly different experience. First of all, happy walking day. Congratulations. I was, um, I, I was recently put in touch with an old friend of mine, uh, who I worked with at my first law firm and in a real twist of irony in my day job, he's actually moved to a firm that has always represented, the company that I work for, and he's becoming one of the key points of contact now. And it's purely coincidental. And so we've gotten re-engaged as a result. He was my office mate at the time of my accident. So he and I shared an office. We spent all day, every day together. And um, he actually, the night of my accident, he was driving home and got stuck in horrific traffic, couldn't figure out why. And it was because he was stuck in traffic from my accident. And uh, so- we we met each other for dinner on Thursday and he gives me a big hug and looks at me and he goes, we're so old because <laughs> we haven't seen each other really since probably like 99. It's been almost 20 years. And I was like, wow, we're middle-aged now, man. Not even young middle-aged. You know, I was no, thinking it for a age. while. Like middle we're age. all in now. It's Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm not happy about it. I but I did find myself like looking on the computer the other day, you know, in a few years I'll be able to get some, you know, senior citizens discount. So yeah, that's a silver lining, I guess. Yeah. Hey, we're teeing off on the eleventh right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a little weird. But that's what's happening. Oh well, but that's not the topic of today's podcast. No, it's not. It's not. Um today's podcast we're actually gonna talk about Veterans Day a little bit. Um, it is, uh, actually today, which is when we're recording it, which is Sunday, but it is observed tomorrow, which is Monday. But if you listen to this podcast any other time, but Monday, it will be over. But, you know, we hope you hang in there and listen to us anyway. Yes. Cause it, this is going to be compelling. It, well, I don't know about compelling. <laughs> I think you're, I think you're setting the stage a little bit too no, fancy for no, us right you've now. Gotta, you got to aim high. I do aim high. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'll what do you want to talk that. about with respect to Veterans Day? Um, so what I really want to talk about is um, in the recent wars and conflicts, the amputees, the, the, the individuals that did come back with limb loss now um, and are living as amputees and how um, what I find profound is that the number is not that vast. Um, you have between Ju- 2001 to 2015, there are 1,655 individuals with a major limb amputation because of the military conflicts. But for, for a population that, that perhaps isn't great in number, the impact that they have made on the entire industry and community 
is just enormous. Um, you know, when these conflicts start happening, military conflicts, I mean, um, a lot of money goes into research and development and technology and different surgical procedures and different prosthetic components. And it all trickles down and benefits the entire community. And I just, I think that's really cool. It sure is. And I think you're right. The, the influence relative to the size of the population, there's a huge disconnect there. It's not a huge number of people relative to the total number of amputees in the United States. But the visibility of that population and the amount of time and energy uh, devoted to providing them the appropriate resources they need, um, both from a mental health perspective, physical health perspective, um, is, is really significant and should be. Um, and we've seen huge press coverage of this population over the last 20 years, Peggy. Um, some of the most, I think, iconic images related to veterans over the last 20 years are centered around the amputee veteran population. There's a very famous picture, Veterans Day, probably now six or seven years ago, of now Senator, then not a Senator, Tammy Duckworth hugging then President Obama, uh, while wearing her prosthetic legs quite visibly. Um, there was a, another huge story back when George W. Bush was in office, where uh, he had he had visited a young a young service member who'd been uh, injured bilateral amputee, and this this guy, uh, I think he was a uh, uh, he was uh, I forget his first name, but last name was Bag B A G G E, and he ended up telling. President Bush, I want to run with you when I'm back up on my feet. Bush said, okay. And they, the kid got back up and ended up running with the president, was on the cover of every major newspaper. So these were hugely memorable images um, and, and really reflected, I think, especially at the time, Peggy, um, some of the only positive news that was then coming out of those conflicts. I don't know if people really remember, but back in the early to mid 2000s, there's lots of really negative press in and around uh, the, the conflicts in Iraq and Afghanistan and these young soldiers coming back and getting back on their feet and reclaiming their lives was, uh, was a real area of positivity. Yeah, it's, it's, I remember both of those stories actually. Um, and then, of course, there's the Wounded Warrior Amputee Softball Team. Um, and I know that you and I are both friends with, with some players on that team. So that's a kind of, kind of a cool connection there. Yeah, and amazing. I mean, it's just an amazing group of guys when you, you, when you sit and speak with them. Um, what's so striking is how relatively um, – they're, they're apolitical in all of their discussions with you. No one sits there and talks about – poor me or this, you know, because of this decision, they just, they are, they all accept the fact that it was a risk that they took when they joined the armed services. And this is what happened. And it's pretty remarkable. They're young, young guys for the most part. And it's pretty amazing to see how they've uh, just, you know, rehabilitated and gotten on with their lives. Absolutely. Um, the one thing and the, the, the funds and the research and development are can ongoing right now, Dave. I'm seeing a lot of news coverage about um, phantom limb pain right now and ways to, to remedy phantom limb pain. And that, I think, can go directly back to these veterans with limb loss, um, both from the conflicts and 
um, from limb loss that happen from other reasons, vascular disease or accidents out of the service or whatever, um, that whole community is really driving a lot of the, the initiatives that are going on uh, because the funding is coming through through the VA and through different avenues in the government. Um, so it's really kind of, it's nice that not only did we have a boon in componentry and a lot of research and development in that end of it, but now you know, some of the after effects and the, the phantom limb pain and the ongoing issues that amputees deal with, you know, now that this community is really starting to experience those because enough time has gone by, um, now some, some different treatment options are on the horizon. It's an excellent point, Peggy. Um, in addition to research in areas like, um, phantom pain, I think one of the other interesting developments that's come out of all of these veterans coming back, the nature of their injuries and the complexity of the cases, lots of bilateral, trilateral, quadrilateral amputees, lots of traumatic brain injury. Um, it, it's a very unique pathology that leads to amputation. And so there's been a lot of, a lot of new information learned about um, heterotopic bone growth, which is very common in veterans due to the cause of amputation. Um, so those are like basically, you know, after the amputation, the bone uh, sometimes in the limb will continue to grow, um, often in uh, kind of spiky, uh, sharp uh, protrusions. Bone spurs? Uh, it, yeah, basically bone spurs at the end of a residual limb, which are enormously painful. Ouch. So learning about that has been important. And also we've started to see uh, more veterans interested in and uh, volunteering to be candidates for things like osseointegration, uh, which you and I haven't talked about a ton, but we have talked about it. Um, and, you know, it's... <laughs> I wouldn't want to do it myself personally at this stage of, of where that is. But the fact that we have people who are involved in it and um, allowing researchers to learn more about it is incredibly important. Absolutely. And I think that, again, all of that, that information is just adding to the pool of knowledge that ultimately impacts everybody. Um, yeah. So I, I don't really know what else we can say about this, Dave. No, other than it's Veterans Day, so we'd like to thank all of those people who've who've served, all the veterans out there, particularly those in the limb loss, limb difference community. Um, obviously, I was going to say that, by the way. Yeah, I know. I wasn't. All right. <laughs> I wasn't implying there was no uh, agenda there. It was just me trying to snappily wrap this up. But here, you go ahead. No, no, no. You you were doing a great job with it. When I I just wanted to to explain that when I said that we covered the topic that we weren't done, you know, <laughs> sorry. That's okay. Where would you like to go next with this? Right. No, I'm good. I'm good. I just want to, again, thank everybody. Uh, my grandfather was, was, uh, air force in the air force during world war two. Um, you know, my, my sons really love everything military and we just, we can't thank everybody enough. And, um, you know, not all heroes wear capes. Most wear combat boots. 
Yeah. And a lot of these guys, by the way, are going back and doing a really interesting thing in their communities. I was telling you before the podcast, Peggy, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Mat- uh, Mat- Matias Ferreira, who uh, actually lives on Long Island. He's, I believe, the first bilateral amputee um, to serve as an active duty police officer in the United States. He lost both his legs in Afghanistan. And um, he was just featured on a news story here um, this weekend, which uh, was, um, I, I think, obvious, obviously, because of Veterans Day coming up. But, you know, these guys aren't just, and women, aren't just um, yes, coming back you. to the United States and doing nothing. They're coming back and contributing in really important ways, um, both to the limb loss, limb difference community and to society at large. Um, and that's a pretty uh, remarkable accomplishment. So we thank them for that. Absolutely. And uh, I guess that's it, Dave. All right. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Vet. Are you? Sp- I don't think you're supposed to say that. No, I'm saying it to the veterans out there. Happy Veterans okay. Day. Okay, but we're not, yeah, okay. I'm not claiming I'm a veteran. I'm no, not. no, not at all. And I, I think I'm just <laughs> hyper cognizant of that. I live in the, you know, the Washington, D.C.-ish area. Um, and especially in the warmer months when, oh, did Sorry. you fall? No, that was, that was a Kindle falling off my okay. bookcase. As long as it's not you. No, that was not me. All right, good. Um, you know, I... I'm frequently approached, you know, and people ask me if I was in the military and obviously I was not, I just had a really bad day. Um, but you know, it's, I would encourage people to, you you know, if you know of a vet or see one, just go up and say, thank you. You know, they deserve it. Yes. I've had the same experience by the way. And like you, it's very important not to try to cloak yourselves in the valor of these people. Um, I actually have been with a bunch of veterans and because I'm uh, got a no hair and a prosthesis, I've had people come up to me and say, well, what, what did you serve in? And I'm, I step away immediately and say, no, 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 no. These guys are the guys you need to be talking to. I'm not a veteran. Yeah. So uh, please, please <laughs> keep those distinctions clear. Absolutely. All right, Dave, I hope you have a fantastic week. Thank you, And Peggy. all of you our too. listeners have a fantastic week and honor – more than one vet, if you can, but at least one. And uh, we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Everyone have a good week. Bye. Bye.